Hi, I'm Rachel Goodwin and I'm a channel and healer who loves to teach and empower others. My work is about teaching you how to make a strong and powerful connection with your divinity, your divine spark, soul, higher self, whatever you want to call it, and then bringing that divine power right smack centre into the middle of your life so that it mixes and integrates with your everyday life and your everyday self. To me, this is ascension as it creates an overall rising of vibration and is where my path and yours has always been leading. So today we have a really great interview. Tor Webster, spiritual medium, sacred tour guide. You can hear about the man behind Tor's tours. And he's gone online now and we're going to be hearing all about that. This is one of my favourite subjects. Sacred Earth, Glastonbury. I'm sure many of you will have been there. Tor's lived there. 20 years. He's got a lot of experience of walking the land. And he loves reading old books about Glastonbury. And he's writing one at the moment, sharing all of his knowledge. So, without further ado, here's the interview with Tor Webster for you. So, welcome everybody to another episode of Sacred You. And today we are interviewing Tor Webster, who is a man I've been trying to get hold of for a while, but it seems that COVID-19 has slowed him down a bit because there's not so many travellers coming to Glastonbury now, which is where he um, lives and works from. And do you like to introduce yourself, Tor? Hi. Hi there, yeah. Yeah, I'm um, a tour guide, sacred tour guide based in Glastonbury. I do tours... um, uh, to Avebury, Stonehenge, Tintagel, um, most weeks. And uh, I also do tours up to Scotland and, and Ireland. Exciting stuff. And I, I've heard from many people, tour that they think you're absolutely fantastic and they've loved coming on your tours. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but things are a bit different now with the, the new climate of of. COVID-19 but we'll get into that a little bit later Um, Mm -hmm. but but just to start with I just it would be really nice for us to hear a bit about you and where are you from? Well uh, I've lived in Glastonbury for 20 years um, so I guess I guess uh, that's quite a massive part of my life. I was born in Cheltenham, Gloucestershire uh, 44 years ago 44 this year just turned 44 which is very exciting I, I really like I like I enjoyed my 33rd year and I think uh, already the 44th year is is really really exciting and really really full of full of things going on already um, and I've lived um, lived in Denmark I've lived in New Zealand I've lived uh, many places traveled a lot travel around the world about four times. And um, yeah, I'm kind of settled here in Glastonbury, but but I probably want to move at some point into the countryside a bit, a bit more deeper into the countryside. I need some more trees in my life, you know. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, I, I totally get that. I've been doing some um, training in Norse shamanism in Sweden and sort of yeah. like in the, in the deep, like wilds. And I really like the nature around where I live in, in Roskilde in Denmark. But when I go to Sweden, it's like, oh, no. When I come back here, everything looks so tame. And, you yeah. know, there's just too many people around. And so, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think a lot of us have that longing. Well, the trees are kind of like our, our friends, you know. It, mm. uh, I, I remember the time after the Ice Age when when the ice and floods had stripped the landscape of, of anything worth, you know, keeping. And uh, I remember planting trees that uh, created created the, the soil again, you know, the, the peat and, and the... The kind of the, the whole rebuilding the planet, you know, through through the trees. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I really love I really love trees as well. Um, they're just like I can't be around a place where they're not, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, that's why it's difficult in Glastonbury because yeah, it's, uh, we've got the Somerset levels, which yeah. Trees, not well. They, we do have, we do have the odd tree, but I, I miss the ancient forests. You know. Yeah, we've got some really nice beech forests here around mm. around where we live, and and that's nice because they're they're not so common now in England. I think we lost quite a lot of beeches around yeah. where I grew up, anyway, in the southeast of England. I think a lot of storms took them out. But there's loads and loads of beech forests around here mm. and there. Mm. A really favourite tree of mine. So, mm. but um, I mean, how how was life for you, kind of growing up? What was it like being a child? <laughs> I still am a child. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I'll ever not be a child. I think hope, hopefully, anyway. Well, I, I was very fortunate because my my mother was a yoga teacher. And um, my father was uh, an osteopath, so so I was I was brought up in a very alternative um, environment. I, I call them I call them the upper crusties, basically. Because <laughs> 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 they, they were quite well. My my dad was pretty well off. Uh, he he was a very very uh, very successful osteopath, and he 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 was about to become the dean of the British School of Osteopathy. Before he had a stroke, when it about uh, oh, how many? Oh, Twenty years ago now, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I, I had a blessed childhood. I lived in um lived in the in the middle of in the middle of a wood, and our nearest our nearest um, neighbour was about you know, about half a mile up the private road that we we lived in, and. It's like a fairy tale house, you know. I mean, it was totally haunted, um, but it was it was about a five hundred year old house. It used to be it used to be a hamlet of um, weavers' cottages, and and then the cottages were either were demolished or 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 built together. And I kind of had my my introduction to the the other worlds, which um, was not a very pleasant introduction, sadly, because angry angry uh, unhappy ghosts but um 
but yeah, I mean, it, it got me, it got me connected to, to, to those realms and, and it brought me on my, you know, quickly on my healing journey. And so I can't complain about that. And, and actually my, my main teacher in life was, was the woman that, that, uh, attempted to exercise these ghosts when i was about about eight or nine she's um a trans medium now she's in her early 90s and 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 she taught well not really taught but she inspired my my mother and i to be um trans mediums as well so that's another another element of of what i do yeah uh, so so without without those ghosts being there that that mm. connection might not have been might not have been made. So yeah, yeah. And I can still feel them around me. Like there, there, there's some deeper connection. You know, they actually, actually, when 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 she tuned into those ghosts, there. The, so basically, the the whole story was, I was in a quite an old part of the house, like in the middle of the house, a tiny little rickety old room. And there was um, a porch that was that was built um, in the in the I think fourteen hundreds, which was later on. And the porch had a a room above above the porch, which was a, a tiny little room that we used as a as a closet basically. And and that the doorway into that closet was into my room. And every night I couldn't sleep without keeping my eyes on that door. I always thought it was going to swing open. There was a lot of activity moving between that room and my room. And, and I, I started getting like breathing, a breathing disorder, which my mum thought was, a, was, was panic attacks, basically. Because I had a lot of nightmares, and, which children do, really. And, and, then, and then this lady came and tuned into it and told us that a baby had died of diphtheria that was that was the room the closet was 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 the child's bedroom and it died of diphtheria and the parents had never forgiven themselves and and they were searching for their child and they projected their child onto me basically and that's why i started getting this the kind of mm. symptoms of diphtheria you know the breathing disorders talking about it now i can still feel it kind of coming up again it's really interesting and uh so yeah so i was moved out of that room and and we tried to clear it but they followed me up to the the room that i continued living in and uh, kind of yeah still still around me but not as not as heavy really but uh, but you know it's all part and parcel you know it's not it's, it's not so so consuming now but it's still still an interesting link you know yeah yeah so how how old were you then when that was happening? I was probably about nine, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then you and your mum got into learning about, you know, trans mediumship. Well, she was studying with this lady already, uh, even when I was was that young, and and I started working, you know, kind of or, or channeling myself when I was, you know, even even like about. 12 12 13 and uh and then by the age of 16 i was i was i was basically yeah doing trans mediumship where allowing a teacher that was that was actually part of my higher self speaking through me mm -hmm. 
I was I, my mum taught me how to automatic write, which which I, which was not really good for me because I'm dyslexic. So I'm, so I kind of felt uh, I kind of moved into the directly into the trans mediumship quite early on, and and I've had I've had about six different teachers work with me since since then, and every teacher has brought me up into into a different a different kind of different space, you know. Yeah evolution yeah it's quite been fascinating to see see observe the the evolution of of which which is actually quite natural for people but not everybody gets to to observe it and and be conscious of it you know yeah yeah fascinating stuff so so when did you first go to glastonbury then how did all that start well i i remember very young probably probably about well maybe about six or seven I think that I remember being taken with my parents to to um, the castle hotel in Taunton which is still there now and uh, I think it was Gordon Ramsay that was doing like a a a kind of um, uh, meal and music kind of experience they had a they had a um, con- concert, like a classical concert, and um, wine and food and things like that. I didn't really know much about it, but but uh, and on on the way to Taunton from from Cheltenham, we were living in the time. We stopped off in Glastonbury, and I think it was the first time my mum had ever been to Glastonbury. And I remember sitting around the well in in the Chalice Well, and and feeling very very in tune with the place and then we went i think we went through uh exmoor and spent some time in exmoor and then we went to the the hotel and spent a couple of nights there and when i was sitting in the audience listening to the classical music i i i went went on an outer body experience and it's the only time i've had such a vivid outer body experience i'm sure i've had other kind of you know similar uh, experiences but nothing nothing as as intense as that and literally I, I felt my soul move up into the ceiling and out through the roof and I flew back to Exmoor and I was traveling over where we were where we were that day in the beautiful little waterfall and then I went back to Chalice Well and I was sitting at Chalice Well and and I remember in, in that out of body experience, this old man come and sit next to me and I had no idea who he was, but I remember it. And then later on, many, many years later, I realized it was Joseph of Arimathea who is, mm-hmm. who is kind of a main archetype in, in my, in my life and in my work, you know? So that was, that was the first time I remember being in Glastonbury. And the, the next time I was only about nine or 10 again, and I was up on top of Glastonbury Tor. My mum had taken me there, and and I and we were there with a another family who was friends of our family, and they had younger kids than I was. And I remember my mum bought a pack of um, medicine cards. You know the medicine cards, the Native American animal yeah. cards. Yeah. And she bought a pack in the, in town, and she opened it and asked me to pick a card, and I picked the bear. I remember it very very clearly up on top of the tour and then and then we went home that night and 
and I and I you know the kids were were staying at our house and and I said oh, I'd I'd like to make up make a story tell them a story a bedtime story and my mum said okay and and I and I started channeling basically you know I can't call it anything else and I took them on I took them back to Glastonbury and we went into the tunnels in under the under the tall and we came to the center of of the the tour and there were three doorways there and we had to choose one of the doorways and you know one contained gold and the other one something else and something else and as we about to, to choose one of the doorways and this massive dragon came from nowhere and we were all like scared and and then they, the dragon asked, what are you doing here? And we said, oh, we, we just want to, to see what's behind the door, really. And I can't remember the rest of the story, but I remember that bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was a story I was kind of, you know, inspiring. You know, it's quite quite interesting because still today I, I work a lot with, with earth energies, which, which are kind of presented uh, a lot of the time as dragons and serpents and things like that. And 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 it's, um, it's kind of a... a very slow um, kind of evolving project that I'm working on called the Rainbow Serpent Project. About 10 years ago, I released a, a feature length documentary about my journey around the earth chakra system. And, and, and on that journey, uh, I, I realized that my name Tor is connected to the the Ormangand serpent, which is the serpent that lives around around the planet, and um, that Ormangand serpent ends up killing Tor and Tor killing it. They basically kill each other in in the Ragnarok. And I thought, oh shit, am I gonna? Is this the end of me? Basically, am I am I kind of like like fulfilling this prophecy? As, uh, you know, possibly, but. And and I am in a, in a way, but it's not in not in the kind of the extreme death way. But it's more of a more of a, a, a kind of an archangel Michael taming of the dragon, not slaying of the dragon. You know, you see you see all these Catholic images of them splurting blood out of the dragons. But actually, around here, the more the Celtic Christian churches, you always see them bringing the lance into the mouth of the dragon or onto the head of the dragon. So more, so Tor is more of a dragon tamer, like like Archangel Michael and George Saint George as well. George actually is the Green Man. Geo Geo uh, Geo Geo is a man man of the man of the the earth, basically. So our patron saint here in England is the Green Man. Not a lot of people know that. Um, and and, I've, and recently, actually, the, the the Rainbow Serpent is is resurfacing a lot. Uh, I've been feeling it and lots of other people have been feeling it. And um, I had a, I had a random tour I did last week, actually. And I've been looking again into the Nordic, the Nordic connections. It really fascinates me. And, and I was, I was talking to this lady about, about the research that I was doing and, and the, the, the Odin actually means den O, which means the O. And the O that they're talking about was when the planet was perpendicular and the, and the planet was moving around the pole and they were living in the, the right on the North pole, which was basically paradise because they had the sun throughout the day and they didn't have any seasons. So they didn't have to kind of panic about 
sowing and harvesting and for the for the winter that they just had abundance of 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 fr fruits and foods growing all through the years and they just lived in paradise and they didn't they didn't have to worry they didn't have to fight they didn't have to stress they didn't have to do anything like that and then when they looked at the sun it created this perfect circle above them which was the o which was the o of den o oden and um and um she said that um that her the dragon that she communicated with was called odin and um that actually actually is that that odin she believes is a dragon which would work perfectly with the kind of ouroboros style that you know the mm. the, the circular serpent uh which is also the the Ormanganda serpent which is actually more uh of the earth not of the sky but so the so the, the circle of the sun creating that that ouroboros serpent circle and this the 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 Ormanganda serpent uh is actually the energy of the the middle part of the toroidic field of the planet that's that that they were tuning into and to the nordic people the toroidic force field of the planet was actually the um the Yggdrasil tree you know so it's uh it's all it's all it's all interconnected and it's, i find it very sad that people are not really open to to seeing the truth and the and the kind of the poisoning that that we've we've had in religion um for the last at least the last 2000 years you know but um but i think it i think i think it is changing i think i think it's uh I think the COVID, to answer your question, <laughs> is um, is actually enforcing people to 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 go in, go into their heart, and actually see. I, I know it's happened for me and so many other people around me that that we're, you know, we, we we've had this opportunity as as the transition into the age of Aquarius, for for you know since you know the, it, at least the last twenty years coming into the year 2000 and and coming out of the year 2000 but it's 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 been a total kind of like people going inward and, and and observing their demons and and exercising their demons and purifying themselves preparing for the aquarian age and releasing themselves of the of the old paradigm of, of fear control own moving into the paradigm of love celebrate and release basically that's that's where we're going that's and it, we, we're so close you know we're so close it's just it's just the the final people that are are finding it hard to let go of their demons there there's it's kind of like the law of love so right okay this is your last chance if you don't if you don't make make the most of this lockdown and and really look at your your shit then sorry you know too late do you know what i mean and you know it's, it's, it sounds sounds doom and gloom but it's actually really positive because mm -hmm. because it's it's it is a loving peaceful process and and you know the the forces the forces um of love which is actually us um will will permit as much ignorance as 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 man can muster you know so it doesn't it doesn't really matter but it's it's opportunities that's what it's all about opportunities mm -hmm. opportunities of love moving out of fear so yeah 
lots of stuff's <laughs> happening there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so I've I've seen your I've seen your um video that you made. Uh, what's it called again? I've forgotten the uh, title. The Rainbow Serpent. Project. The Rainbow Serpent. That's it. Yeah, I've seen that on. I saw that on um, Amazon Prime because I don't know. Yeah. I was I was I was reading your stuff, and then and then I happened to see that on there, and I was like, oh wow. And I've seen some other people putting spiritual stuff on there, and it's like I, I really love that Amazon. You know, I don't love Amazon as such, but <laughs> I, you know, that's a great opportunity for people yeah. to get their stuff to an audience that maybe wouldn't otherwise, you know, yeah. be able to have access. I, I didn't to actually it. put it on there. It's uh, it's being distributed by a, an American um, production company. So ah, okay. I don't think I don't think individuals can put things on amazon i think you know it's um i don't know i saw i saw another guy um in in and he he just made it himself and, he, oh, okay. and his was on there as well because I, I actually wrote to him and said wow i saw this and i think i was ill at the time when oh, i was watching yeah. all these things i couldn't get out of bed every now and then i get these sort of many airs attacks and it makes me so ill i can't get out of bed but mm. you know one of the one of the benefits of that is that i actually get to sit and watch things i don't otherwise mm. have time for yeah. and I wrote to him and just said he was so talented this guy and he just made it himself but yeah I don't know how he I don't know how he got it on there mm. well maybe but, um, you can I don't actually know yeah but you're you're writing now aren't you writing down some yeah, I'm, wisdom I'm, I'm yeah putting together a, a book of, of Glastonbury yeah it's um it's good fun yeah I've got I've got hundreds of books of Glastonbury that I've gathered over the years and uh, it's nice to kind of dip in and be inspired and as, as I'm compiling it you know yeah <laughs> mm. yeah I'd love to, I'd love I, to I, see all those books <laughs> yeah it's hard it's hard to you know to kind of sit down and, and write it though in this climate because you know I'm not a wealthy man and it's it's pretty tough you know I'm not not I've lost I've lost 90% of my my normal you know um tours so you know i've had to take um a job in a cafe and stuff like that and trying to figure out you know kind of where the next next rent is coming from and things quite annoying but but yeah it's it's all right you know it's, I'm, I'm trying to be positive and you know making the most of the possibilities so it's uh yeah it's um it's it's good it's good M many other ways of of expansion really <laughs> yeah and it is it is you know it is really challenging us to look at how else can we get things out there and again you know in this way um you'll be opening up to another type of audience and it's just about you know how to how to reach those people but i think i think so you've set up a patreon site mm. now yeah and that is a really good way. It's a really good way. I mean, it's something that, you know, it takes a bit of time to build. And of course, you, you know, mm. you need it to, to happen faster rather than, than <laughs> slower. Yeah, but, yeah. Do, do, do you want us to tell us a bit about how that works? Well, the, the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, well, so so basically, I, I, I'm... I'm focusing on on the book uh, Tours Tour of Glastonbury, which uh, I'm writing and I'm putting out on the Patreon account um, some of the the, the writings and the, as as they come. But also, I'm um, um, after that. I'm going to be doing a um, Rainbow Serpent uh, project, uh, Rainbow Serpent 
uh, book as well. And also, currently, I'm doing doing virtual tours, which um, which I'm, I'm 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 planning to do more regularly over over the um, over autumn and, and winter. So, uh, so they're just on the Patreon account. There are different uh, levels of 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 support you can you can help me out with, which will either give you one of the books or two of the books or 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 have your name on there or, or name and a photograph on the book as a supporter. So there are many different things, and also you know the benefits of being being able to 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 join in with the different virtual tours as well that are going on. So uh, uh, yeah, many many things to support uh, you know, the, the process, basically. Yeah. So for people that don't know, I mean, Patreon is a platform that supports creators of, of all types, basically. And you can just literally just support somebody with like a $5 a month subscription, or you can um, go a bit higher and then you're getting something back from them. So if you want to have a look at Tool's Patreon um, page, that's mm. patreon.com forward slash tool webster and you can go on there and he's got all sorts of nice goodies for you to get and um i've signed up to it and there's some the Thank excerpts you. that are coming coming out about the book it's it's really fascinating and i've been coming to glastonbury for years and there's all sorts of little things there that <laughs> you know you won't have heard of before because mm. tour has so much so much knowledge about this so <laughs> Tell us a bit more about tell us a bit more about the virtual tours that you're doing. So I, I've been doing I've done a couple of, of Glastonbury, which went very well. I've had um, uh, about 20, 20 people turn up for one of them, and uh, I'm doing I'm doing one in uh, in Bath and in London and uh, Tintagel as well. And then from the seventeenth of October, I'm going to be doing more Glastonbury tours. And I'm doing a, a series of seven every Saturday from uh, I think three thirty or two thirty. Can't remember exactly. Um, and as, um, and each of the each of the virtual tours of those seven, I'm going to be doing a chakra visualization as part of it. So I'm going to start with the base in the first one I do, and then the following week I'll do the sacral, and the next week the solar, and all the way up to the crown. So, so people can tune into to all of them or just one of them, however they feel. So it'd be kind of themed around around the chakras, basically. Yeah, and actually, I noticed today. Sorry, I noticed today uh, I was up on the tour for the for the sunrise of the of the um, autumn equinox. Happy happy equinox, everybody! Yes. And um, as I was walking up the tour noticed something that I'd never noticed before on the tower, the St. Michael's tower. It actually has seven, seven levels on the tower. Of course it does. But you know, <laughs> as, as the labyrinth on the tour has seven, seven ledges uh, as well for the, which is a, a labyrinth that's formed out of the shape of the tour. But I never noticed that before. And I've lived here 20 years, you know what I mean? So I'm, you notice little things all the time and it's just it's so exciting that's why i love doing my tours because every day someone brings something else even 
either they consciously know they're bringing it or psychically I pick up on some information that they have embedded in their brain or they, they, they drop a little gem that, that I kind of like, Oh, that, that's a little seed that I, 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 I grow on, you know? <laughs> yeah. Exciting stuff. So you must be missing the people coming and actually doing the tours with them physically, I guess. I do, yeah, I do, and I, I miss going to Scotland and going up to Ireland as well, and I do tours to Scotland and Ireland, and but uh, but next year's going to be twice as busy, uh, all being well, because everybody that had booked a tour this year have um, postponed it till till next year. So mm. uh, I have a have a mate that uh, that works with me as well, Michael, who who does t- amazing tours as well in his own style. How can people book these virtual tours with you? So I have a website. You can get it on um, tours.tours, T-O-R-S dot T-O-U-R-S, or tourstouroftetour.com or some something else like that, basically. Tour, if you just put tours, tours in, you'll you'll generally find me. Okay, and people can go on there and, and book book one of these virtual tours yeah. for you. Yeah, well, the, okay. the virtual tours I'm doing more on Facebook, but okay. but I, I I will I will um I will like to to put put them on my website. Uh, maybe today I might do that later today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the moment, in the moment, yeah. And in where fact, are, where are they on Facebook? Is that on your personal profile yeah, uh, or a page uh, uh, or? Well, they're on my personal, but also on the tours tour of the tour uh, page as well. Okay, tours mm. tour tour of the tour. Yeah. tour <laughs> Facebook tour page. Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, or tours tours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how how are you finding it? it's going with the writing? Do you like writing? I do. Yeah, I'm. 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 Qu- I'm quite fascinated by the process and it's uh it's 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 more i'm more interested in how the the book is going to work dynamically do you know what i mean um, um the 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 words are already there but i want to i want to get the right feel for the book do you know what i mean so it's an experience it's not just a book i'm not i don't want to throw it together i really want to to craft it into something that's that's really special you know yeah so would it, so it would be something that people could read if they came to Glastonbury and Bay, but it also would be something for them to read, like if they're sitting at home and they want. Yeah, to, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Ah, so yeah, it is the equinox today. I'd, I'd, I knew that, and then I'd forgotten it as well because <laughs> I was too busy setting up setting up my oh. equipment. Oh. So the the energies are feel a bit more settled now. I have a I have a little boy, Benji. He's seven mm-hmm. and he's got autism, no. and he no. just oh, well, all of us, none of us, have been sleeping really very well the last couple of nights. And then mm-hmm. last night we all slept just beautifully, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's the energies of the equinox mm-hmm. were just like building up, building up, building up, and then it mm-hmm. all just like settled down. So yeah, yeah. Um, Looking forward to going out to some of the springs where I live. There's loads and loads of springs. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've I've taken people around on some tours around here just to work with the energies. Really, yeah. it's like you know, it's all about working with the energies. And you know, I love talking to people about you know also connecting to the land where they live. You know, it is it is wonderful to go to special places, but 
wherever we live ourselves, we have this like really profound connection through the earth. We're rooted there and the elementals around where we live and everything. And it's like, Mm. I think that's something that people are just starting to to wake up to. That Mm. you know, we all have this this deep connection to the earth and Mm -hmm. how Mm. we can like really be conscious of that and 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 enjoy it because there's a lot of depth of life in in Mm. being aware yeah these things Mm -hmm. but um yeah there's lots of things happening outwardly and inwardly and you know these are interesting times i think we can say you live in interesting times yeah thanks Uh, okay. So, so what kind of things do you do, sort of, to stay connected to your spirituality, or is it something that's just there for you all the time? Well, I, I try to meditate every morning, just briefly. I have a set, a short set meditation, just to connect me into my my teachers and and feel protected and grounded and um, tuned in and to stay in service and stay in stay in the right frame of mind, be creative and, and, um, you know, not, not, not get bogged down by people's shit and people's problems, you know? Um, cause I'm quite, I'm quite sensitive to that. And, um, you know, I always try my best. And if you get knocked when you're trying your best, you, it, it, it hurts a lot. You know, and also I think, I think this, this COVID bullshit, if I, if you don't mind me using that term, is um, you know, another another thing that that I'm confronted with is that for the last, well, well, for the last nine nine years at least, I've been working for myself, and I haven't had to work for anybody else, and I've kind of like now I'm confronted to kind of work for someone else and. And and it, and you know and kind of try to navigate through their their issues and their egos and stuff like that and it's it's quite interesting. Uh, so, but I'm I'm totally detached from it from the process as well, you know, which um which is healthy and it's uh, handy, but it's um you know confronting as well. It's uh, you know, but uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah many many interesting things really going on right now. <laughs> as yeah. always yeah 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 and what, what kind of when you when you go out and you walk on the land what what does that kind of do for you um it's the most natural state that i that i find i don't uh i don't really try to analyze it too much i just celebrate it I think that, you know, like I said, the new paradigm is love, celebrate, release. And the old paradigm was, was fear, fear, analyze and own. And uh, I really, I really don't think we need, need to, to do anything. You know, I think, I think the, the least we could do, the better, really. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're naturally... We're naturally love and light, you know. If we if we if we have to analyze, if we have to analyze love and light, then we're doing something wrong. 
You know, if we have to read a book to tell us how to love, how to, how to be love and how to be light, then, you know, you're looking at it in the wrong way. That's it. That's it. You're on the mental level and not in the experience of it. Exactly. Yeah. You have to, have to be, you know, not not ask, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that, that's, that, that is it's tricky. It's tricky because a lot of people don't have that opportunity so much that the most most of our culture is is being told you know mm. where to go what to do who to speak to you know government church school hospital you know we have we've had we have to constantly surrender to other people's ideas you know every every idea has come from someone's brain mm. every it's mm. not nothing 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 is is unique you know yeah so so yeah. i don't i don't really i don't really like to to read a lot of books you know i only mm. i only read, read books that really speak to me that 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 have a have a a kind of a um have have a have a kind of humble presence and and grounded presence you know i don't i don't like all these you know kind of you know um guru guru books and you know uh, stuff like that you know mm. they don't attract track me and I, mm. i've never i've never really got into them i i like i like um i like people's experience and i like i like to to if 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 I'm reading a book that's preachy, I just get bored very quickly, you know, and just put it down, <laughs> go for a walk, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that, and, that, and that's the thing, like, being out in nature and being out in the land, you're away from all of those, like, mental constructs and those thought forms, and it's just mm -hmm. an escape yeah. from all of those boxes that we yeah. put ourselves in, you know, how we should live and what we should do, and it's just, they're just not there. And, yeah. um out in the forest so, with all of the tree spirits. Yeah. So don't buy my book. <laughs> <laughs> Go for a walk instead. <laughs> no, we're not saying that. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but I will put I will put all of the links and everything in um, for tools, pages, and Patreon and all the rest of it on the show notes yeah, before you. we finish today is there anything else that anything you want to say anything about or any last bits we didn't get um, to how long have we got <laughs> <laughs> you can have five minutes <laughs> i feel like tuning in and seeing if my teacher has anything to say would that be all right oh that'd be brilliant yeah i love that all right cool but to give me a second just to get get in the space yeah 
Shalom. We too have been in this space that you are both talking about, this space of the unknown. And the space of the unknown is a place to be known. This means that to truly understand what is going on in the world at any time is to release your prejudgment, release anything that you believe you understand and to enter into that moment with nothing in the same way that you return to spirit or the realms of light as we prefer to say it when you leave behind the physical realms once you have learnt everything you need to learn upon the planet you return to those realms of light with nothing whatever age you are a hundred or just a few days old you are here on this planet this physical realm to detach from that physical realm that is the journey so why not practice it whilst you are still in this conscious vessel of the body where you can touch for the first time taste for the first time see for the first time breathe for the first time what a wonderful gift that is very rarely used because people want to know everything, control everything, and to order everything. Just be shalom. Thank you. That was lovely. <laughs> Pleasure. <sighs> Very peaceful. Mm. And it's, yeah. you know, when the, when that peace comes, it is it's like you don't really want to talk anymore, do you? It's like, yeah. just be, just be. It's lovely. Yeah, it's... Uh... Talking has its place, of course it does, but it's it's kind of like like they like they say it's uh, talking talking for talking for the moments of peace. Do you know what I mean? Or explaining how to be in peace, <laughs> you know? And then and then it's it's those aha moments, isn't it? That 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 we you know that when we work in service and 
work spiritually that we we thrive on those aha moments so they go ah yeah it's so simple <laughs> we forget how simple it is yeah but um and and the story have been has been told and retold in so many different ways that that we we forget the most important thing of the story is is the essence is the is the the the, the seed of that story which which came just after that moment of silent aha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for coming and talking to us today. It's been absolutely brilliant listening you. to you and some of your stories. And I could listen for hours <laughs> to all. I really, I really could. So I'm looking forward to um, coming along on some of your virtual tours and. Right reading the books when they come out and thank you hopefully yeah. i'll meet you one day in actual yeah. Real life <laughs> yeah who knows who knows <laughs> maybe maybe it's getting less and less real life and more and more virtual life you know and, it's, uh, and i'm not against that because you know it's uh, the the kind of internet virtual world is 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 a is a is a is a world of light you know we're looking at light particles at each other here which is probably even more true of who we are than the physical, you know? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I love I love the magic of being able to reach out and connect with people in, mm. in, in this way. And especially for me, you know, having moved to, to Denmark for, I think it's my seventh year now. Are you I in can, Denmark now, are you? Yeah, yeah, I live here. Oh, my, husband's, yeah, my husband's Danish. Oh, um, mm. And yeah, yeah, we, we moved here in 2014. And what do you do in Denmark? Um, well, I mean, I have pretty much moved a lot of work online and okay. even more since COVID. So, right. you know, I had to like really go through that process of mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. building a profile up on, mm -hmm. on the internet. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's what I do. You know, I teach classes yeah. online. I hold mm -hmm. sessions online. Wow. Um, I do yeah. sometimes... I. I go out and work a lot on the land like myself sometimes I do mm. it in 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 groups but most of my yeah. like group work I I do online and you know so I've had to learn a lot of you know technical skills and things yeah, yeah. that I wouldn't There's have believed. Great places around Denmark that you know sacred places that people have even forgotten exist you know so. that's it that's it I've started a new hashtag called sacred Scandinavia you know, I'm always there's just there's just so much more to discover, and um, I yeah. started studying with Amelda Alnquist last year uh, a call, two year course on Sega. So I'm learning all about you know the Nordic cosmology, and and there's so much more there than than people realise. Like as as you were saying, and also it's another way of thinking to add to ours, and it just it can give another another perspective to all the things that we think we know and it's like looking from a completely different angle and that mm. it's really really it's really useful and it's fascinating mm. and i love sharing that with people and i do i do that a lot on facebook and and mm. things like that you know i go on there and i'm just going away about the latest thing that i've just discovered because i love to share mm. these things so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i do i, I do uh 
on channeling sessions and on on Skype as well and Zoom, whatever people want to do. So, you know, feel free to you know share share that side of me as well, which I really enjoy doing. I actually, um, my mum, my mum lives just down the road actually, and we um, share share Skype channelings with each other. Actually, <laughs> just you know, she only lives forty minutes down the road, but sometimes it's it's nice, you know. Yeah. yeah. Instead of having to go go out and do it, but but yeah, it's another thing I do. Yeah. Great, that's great. It also cuts down on the traveling time. <laughs> you do it by yeah. Skype or Zoom or whatever. It's like you don't you don't have exactly. to take that journey. But I think I think that I think it is it is really magical to be able to get to have those physical times, you know. Mm. So, and I I think we all appreciate it more now with with yeah. COVID nineteen. Yeah. It's like yeah i i'm hoping to come back to the uk next month i'm nearly out of tea i drink <laughs> great tea and lady grey tea and you, right. you can't buy it of course i can get someone to post it to me yeah yeah buy it online yeah yeah but um <laughs> i'm not sure it's going to be happening the way the transmission rates are going up here and in the uk it's it's looking really like i'm probably staying at home <laughs> yeah well yeah inshallah yeah yeah, that's it. That's it. And um, next year, we'll see. We'll see what happens next year. But yeah. So, like I said, brilliant, brilliant talking to you, and good luck Thank with you. all of your ventures. Thank you. And Thank um, you. hope to talk to you again another time. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, cool. All right. Cheers. All right. Bye. All right. And thanks everyone for listening. Take care. Ah, who hey, ya,
hia ho ko nai hia akahapu ke momori nei hi koi kahi manaho ikahapili ko aluhia Ea ke kaula lo pihi hana he koho puhu kapalili ahi Haina mahi kapuana e kahaliku puakukui Hey, no one know na ka ue.